Hello everyone, this is Turk and for this episode we have an extremely special guest. We have Mr. Guru Prakash Paswan. He's a professor uh Guruji uh I should, what should we call you? We should call you Guruji, we should call you uh, Guru what, what do you want us to refer to you? Kya bola hai aapko? Mr. Paswan would do. Okay, Mr. Paswan. Okay. So Mr. Uh, Mr. Paswan is a professor at Patna University. um and also he has a lot of other credentials too and he just had a book which came out from the makers of modern dalit history so we would we would really wanted to talk to him about that bahut acche kitab hai unki and uh, apart from that us bahut sare all bhi alag alag questions iske bare mein discuss karenge so guru ji uh, like just before uh, to get you started aap is book ke bare mein bataiye ki book aapne likha kyun kis matlab kya vichar the jab aap ek book likhna shuru kar rahe the so just a brief on that बहुत बहुत धन्यवाद तो देवांश आपने दर्शकों को मेरा एक परिचय दिया पटना यूनिवर्सिटी का एक ऑथर का लेकिन मेरे पीछे जो भारतीय जनता पार्टी का चिन्ह है मुझे लगता है वो परिचय शायद देना आपको स्मरण नहीं रहा मैं समझता हूँ तो मैं अभी पटना यूनिवर्सिटी के साथ साथ भारतीय जनता पार्टी का एक राष्ट्रीय प्रवक्ता का भी एक जिम्मेवारी है आई एम वन ऑफ द national spoke person of the bharatiya janata party as well at the very outset let me admit that uh, it's a matter of honor and privilege to speak to young law graduates who are freshly out in the market because it's very important this uh, meeting of law and public policy these days it's very crucial and uh, kudos to both of you you guys that you are walking that extra mile Uh, to apprise the law school community or the young law graduates of the developments in politics of the social conversations that are happening so many congratulations for this honor to both of you i hope that uh, in the future it reaches out to the maximum number of law graduates young boys and girls where it is intended to reach thank you sir aapne kaha तो ये पुस्तक इस बुक मेकर्स ऑफ मॉडर्न दलित हिस्ट्री इट केम आउट रिसेंटली ऑन दर्थ एनिवर्सरी ऑफ बाबा साहेब अम्बेडकर फोर्टीन अप्रैल टू थाउजेंड ट्वेंटी स्टार्टेड फाइव इयर्स अगो माई कोशन विथ टू वर्क इन थिंग टाइम and presently he is uh, pursuing his masters in the united states so we started writing essays to commemorate the personalities who came from marginalized sections the personalities who essentially came from the dalit background those who have seen the challenges first hand of being a person from a socially backward community in our society in our country on 14th of april 2016 we wrote an exhaustive essay on the contributions of baba sahib uh it is a sad truth that we remember baba sahib ambedkar only as a leader of the depressed classes and it is a commentary on uh, this politics of history that flourished and existed in the post independence uh, phase i was just reading this uh, anecdote from a book and it has a very interesting thing that said uh, when we got independence uh, arti majumdar the famous historian as we all know 
he was given this task of leading the committee uh, that is going to uh, document the historical development in modern india post 1700 so when the first draft of that report came out the first prime minister of india jawaharlal nehru who obviously had some ideological preferences some ideological leanings he did not like it he did not approve it uh, you would also ask this question that why was mr majumdar selected to chair this committee to lead this committee from the evidences that are available i believe it was on the insistence of uh, dr rajin prashad the first president of pakistan and sardar vallabhbhai patel so the twist that prime minister nehru brought to, to this entire thing was he dropped mr rc majumdar as a official historian and he brought mr tarajan who used to be ambassador of india to tehran with no academic credential in his cap as we see the rest is all history history writing and documenting history is very important and that was one of our ideas one of our objectives we start documenting this book so coming back to that essay which we wrote together in 2016 we got some very encouraging organic feedback people said that oh baba saheb ambedkar as an economist baba saheb ambedkar as a labor economist baba saheb ambedkar as a visionary in foreign policy baba saheb ambedkar as an anthropologist baba saheb ambedkar as a scholar of different religions so we did not know much about him i'm not going to attribute or accuse any intellectual or any intellectual organization or history writers for this but that was the sad reality back then so we consciously decided what we and sudarshan that uh, the focus should not only be on incredible india it must also be on incredible indians those who have forgotten those who have been marginalized in the annals of history those who unfortunately do not even find mention on the side notes and the footnotes and the references so the journey started back then and uh, both of you would be surprised to know that uh, every state of our country you go to south you go to kerala you find narayan guru you find ayankali you find dakshini velayudan so the dakshini velayudan and many others too dakshini velayudan was the only dalit woman Uh, in the constituent assembly representing kerala she had radical views on affirmative action she had some very transformative views when it came to gender justice and uh, empowerment of our women so that sort of uh, uncovered our uh, curiosity and our anxieties and then we continued since 2016 to 2020 we continued to write on different personalities on different aspects let's say someone from madhyapur present in madhya pradesh sarkari bai let's say someone from uh, bihar from where i am live from where i belong babu jachivanram so babu jachivanram was also you see what a personality he was 1971 war the entire credit of that war went to prime minister indira gandhi babu jachivanram was the minister of defense who essentially steered the efforts of our country in that war but sadly we don't remember we don't acknowledge his contributions Babuji Jivanram has still has the record of being in the parliament for uh, 45 years in continuance. 
सबसे लंबा संसदीय जीवन यदि किसी राजनेता का हमारे इतिहास में है तो बाबू जगजीवन राम ये विश्व का रिकॉर्ड है और अगर आप लिंका बुक ऑफ वर्ल्ड रिकॉर्ड देखेंगे तो आप पाएंगे चीफ ट्रस्टेड एडवाइजर्स ऑफ रानी लक्ष्मी बाई वॉज अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट फिगर इन आर हिस्ट्री एंड बींग स्ट्रेटेजिस्ट एंड ट्रस्टेड एडवाइजर टू सच एन इम्पॉर्टेंट फिगर ऑटोमेटिकली मेक्स यू एन इम्पॉर्टेंट फिगर इन इन आर हिस्ट्री बट द नेम हेज नेवर सॉर्ट ऑफ बिन हर्ड सो सर वॉट वुड यू लाइक टू टेल अस अबाउट रानी झलकारी बाई बिकॉज दैट वॉज वन आई वुड नॉट लाइक टू से कैरेक्टर बट रैदर अ फिगर अ इम्पॉर्टेंट हिस्टोरिकल फिगर हु रियली इंस्पायर्ड मी रीडिंग अबाउट हर Oh, that's very interesting, Devansh. And uh, we intended to reach out to the descendants of Sardari Baiji as well, but unfortunately, we were not able to. But as you travel in parts of Madhya Pradesh, as you travel in Gwalior, in Jawalpur, you would see a very strong sentiment. Abhi bhi Sardari Baiji ke naam pe her birth anniversary, her death anniversary. People remember her. People pay homage to her in our uh, in their own uh, style but the unfortunate part is that the, it is not part of the national conversation yeah and that, that that's a sad part and that that was one of our objective that was one of our intention when we uh, started working on this project that how uh, such figures who are actually representative of the communities assertions and communities capacities 
because if you sort of try and limit the capacities of a community of an individual, that's a great amount of disservice to do to that individual or the community. So Chalkari Bai, obviously an institution unto herself, and uh, the courage, the valor with which she went on to the field, like you mentioned, like we have also mentioned in our book, that she was one of the close aides of Rani Lakshmi Bai. And this tells you that uh, how even uh, a Dalit, a Dalit woman that too, was close to the power circle, was given a due weightage. It's very important. It is te- telling commentary about that time as well. Because what we see is that there has been challenges, there have been some conflict, and uh, people have been bereft of these critical decision-making positions. That is true in some part. I'm not denying that. But also, there are some realities like Jalkari Bai, who was very much part of the inner circle, was very much part of the court, and when it came uh, to make the supreme sacrifice, she did not have a second thought in her mind. She went ahead and made that sacrifice. It's almost that's, like a movement really that you started. Yeah. So, uh, it's almost like a movement you started in the nation. Question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had this question which sort of comes from that, right? So you have these figures all around who have these radical ideas which were like very or like they're not a part of the discourse like bad point of time, right? So what do you do with them then? What's life like for such a person? And if so, do you have a specific instance of a person from the, from your book itself like who had those radical ideas and had to face a lot of issues just for having them in the first place? A lot of these issues of egalitarianism for Zaids, for Dalits, those were not things we have talked about at that point of time, not part of the conversation. You see, Kanish, there is no one-stop solution to this issue. It's not a five-pointer or a six-pointer that this, this, this has to be done. The fact that we are discussing, like, can you imagine the three of us having a similar conversation 10 years ago? I think no. The society probably was not sensitive enough. The society collectively did not have the appetite to uh, digest these information because this used to be a polarized issue. Reservation for that matter. Today we see there are objective and dispassionate conversations around the issue of reservation as well, which shows the maturity of a society. And this has happened. This paradigm shift in our approach has happened since 2004. You see, opening up of the academic space. This might be an unpopular opinion, but this is the reality of today. Today, the academic spaces are more democratic, they are more decentralized, there is space for dissent. And when I talk about academic spaces, I am not talking about a couple of universities in Delhi or Mumbai or uh, Jadavpur University. I am talking about opening up of academic spaces in places like Patna. In places like Patna University, the newly uh, the university that has come up in Bihar, Nalanda International University, in for that matter, Maharaja Sayajira University, Baroda. These spaces are opening up. The spaces have become more democratic, decentralized, and more diverse. So that's very critical. So any society, for that matter, it's an ongoing journey. And only a couple of days ago, I came across this that uh, our culture, our civilization, which is primarily defined by Hinduness, 
for Hindutva. It is not a product, but it is a process. It is not a position, but it's a journey. And that's the difference between an ism and a ness. Hinduism, Hindu ness, Hinduism, Hindutva. So that's very critical for our understanding. That's very critical for this issue as well. Because if you see, we have had Baba Sahibhavetkar, we have had Babu Jajivan Ram, post-90s we saw Bahen Mayavati, Ramdalas Paswanji. So for that matter, yes, in politics there was representation, but in academic spaces and in other spaces, the representation element was lacking. So the fact that today we are having an honest, objective and dispassionate conversation, it is also very important. Now, in a book, we have mentioned about a gentleman called Sri Milan Kamli. Now, Mr. Milan Kamli is leading a silent revolution. How many of us are aware that there is a chamber of commerce that is dedicated to the cause of Sri Milan Kamli? Dalit Indian Chamber of Commerce and Industry, DICCIDK, which is based in Pune. This is a silent movement which is being heralded since 2005. And this chamber of commerce that caters to the aspirations of SCs and SCs, it is a strong group of more than 10,000 entrepreneurs, specifically from SC and ST So that is also a part of solution. It's not a one-part solution. It's all one-size-fits-all. Let me be very clear on this. Academic spaces have opened up. More and more Dalit leaders lead in academics. More and more Dalit intellectuals in public space as well, in entrepreneurship as well. They've started speaking up. There was no uh, organized effort in the last seven decades, but in the last seven years, we have seen that uh, the spaces are becoming more open, more consolidated, and it's become more diverse. So, in a sense, these personalities that have been mentioned in the book, they saw some challenges, but it's a part of journey, it's a part of process. Today, we have reached to a certain level. In the next four or five decades, we'll probably reach to a more diverse, adequately well represented, and socially more cohesive public structures, who knows? So, like I said, it's a process, not a product. Thanks. So, that is um, that's a really great answer. I mean, covered a lot of, uh, touched a lot of points all around. So, I'll just come to a question and then I guess uh, we can go to the question on movements, which I was already discussing before we just opt in. So, yeah. what uh, we've mentioned that... Uh, a lot of these uh, conversations are just coming coming up right now, right? And when these conversations come up, so do a lot of different narratives. Like a side has ki acha, this is is current say log iske baare mein baat kar rahe, inka agenda iske piche. Dusre side bolenge ki nahi inka agenda ye hai, this ye actually mein aisa hua tha. To bahut log alternative histories dete hain, bahut log alag alag conversations banate hain. To narrative ka wo world chalte rehte hain. So us in that case, like in such a world. What, how important is a narrative for a movement, right? And how do you communicate that this is a narrative which is important to you? Let's say if you want to build a civilizational uh, nation, then a, a particular narrative is really important for us, right? So when we're discussing this, how important is narrative and going forward, what is a narrative which we should decide is relevant for us? Oh, that's a very interesting question, Tanish, and I think uh, I would term it as a battle of narratives and a war of civilization. This is how we have seen it happening 
unfolding in the last two decades. If you look at the global political landscape in the last 70 years, post the Second World War, we saw the bipolarity, uh, an ideological bloc being represented by US, an ideological bloc being represented by Soviet Union. Post-91, we saw the unipolarity, dominance of one idea, the American dream. But what we have seen in the recent times, that's very interesting. With the emergence of China as a relevant force, and it is no longer about unipolarity or bipolarity or multilateralism. We see it as a heteropolar. And narratives play a very crucial role when it comes to a heteropolar global power structure. Now, what do I mean when I say heteropolar? You have these non-state actors. Non-state actors like social media tech giants, Facebook, Twitter. You have an ISIS. Whose influence recedes or exceeds jurisdictions. Facebook today has an impact in so many countries. Facebook today is immune to the modern concept of nation state. So it's very critical for us to understand when we battle of narratives, how do we sort of navigate between emerging challenges? Talking about specifically the narratives in the Dalit groups, I would term it as a sort of a conversation which is based on two premises. One is obviously the eternal debate on representation and reservation. The second is obviously we see heat coming by a section of political class, Jaibin, Jaini, Dalit Muslim community, and so on and so forth. So essentially, the battle of narratives in the Dalit issue has two phases. One, like I said, it is about reservation and representation. Second is the political dimension. Because let's face it that Dalits constitute more than 16% of the population, more than 22 crore people. So any political organization would like to come and have a buy in the share, have a share in the buy. So that's very important, that's very critical. So these two narratives. Let's talk about the first narrative on reservation and representation. It is no longer about reservation, but it is about representation at crucial decision-making positions. We saw the recent reshuffle that happened in the Union Council. There was much commentary on it, and rightly so. In the entire history of our country, post-independence, we have never seen such a socially diverse council of minister ever. 27 OBCs, 12 scheduled castes. A very representation of our scheduled tribes and women folks as well. It's very crucial, it's very critical to stop talking about this. Earlier what used to happen? Dalit hai, social justice day. Dalit hai, social welfare day. Dalit hai, ceremonial position hai. Yehi hota tha. 
मतलब आप खुद देखो कि ये नरेसिव का कितना महत्व होता है पटेल जी की सरकार आई थी एनडीए बन की उससे पहले जो दलित विषयों को डील करने वाला मंत्रालय है पता है वो क्या कहलाता था वो समाज कल्याण कहलाता सोशल वेलफेयर कहलाता अटल जी ने उसका नाम बदल करके उसको सामाजिक न्याय रखा फ्रॉम सोशल वेलफेयर टू सोशल जस्टिस सोशल वेलफेयर अपने आप में कितना डीपली पेट्रलाइजिंग है हम तुम्हारा वेलफेयर करेंगे ये तो वही गोरा मेंटेलिटी है अरे भाई तुम कौन हो हम तुमको सिखाएंगे तो इट्स वेरी क्रूशियल फॉर अस अब दलित नरेटिव में ये भी आता है एक पक्ष कि नहीं भाई जो कास्टिज्म है भी जो कास्ट स्ट्रक्चर है हम तो नहीं मानते हैं हमारे जो दादा थे वो अपने साथ बिठाते थे अब मुझे हंसी आती है एक आदमी से आदमी की तरह व्यवहार करते थे उसको साथ बैठाते थे और उसका एहसान जता रहे हो मतलब ये तो मानवीय संवेदनाओं का गला घोटने के समान है दिस इज सुड ऑफ ह्यूमन कॉन्शियसनेस यू आर ट्रीटिंग ह्यूमन बींग एज अन बींगीट माइंडसेट रहा लगा तो ये ऑन गोइंग है जैसा मैंने कहा एक चर्निंग है जो समाज में चल रहा है कि रिप्रेजेंटेशन को लेकर आज भी गवर्नमेंट में रिप्रेजेंटेशन हुआ एक तो कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल अरेंजमेंट था दैट देयर वाज रिजर्वेशन ऑफ सीट्स इन लोकसभा एंड विधानसभा फॉर एसीज इन एसीज और काउंसिल ऑफ मिनिस्टर्स में राज्यसभा में विधान परिषद में जहां पे आरक्षण की व्यवस्था नहीं है लेकिन वहां भी कॉन्शियसली लोग रिप्रेजेंटेशन दे रहे हैं ये अच्छी बात इसका दूसरा पक्ष देखो जो राजनीति में है अभी राजनीति में हूं मैं इसे भाग नहीं रहा हूं लेकिन जो राजनीति में है और इसे पॉलिटिकल लेवरेज देने का प्रयास करते हैं अब यू से दलित मुस्लिम यूनिटी जय भीम जय मीन अब मुझे ये समझ में नहीं आता इसका कोई बुनियाद नहीं है इसका कोई आधार नहीं है एक वर्ग हमेशा शासक रहा है एडवेंट ऑफ उसको समझने का प्रयास करो आप खुद कहते हैं दूसरी तरफ आप दलित मुस्लिम एकता की बात करते हैं जो शोषित रहा जो विक्टिम रहा है एक विक्टर पर्सपेक्टिव है एक विक्टिम पर्सपेक्टिव है तो शोषित में और शासक में कोई गठबंधन हो सकता है क्या पहली बात मतलब इस पूरे के पूरे दलित मुस्लिम नैरेटिव का कोई राशनल नहीं है कोई आधार नहीं है कोई बुनियाद नहीं है मैं ये सिद्ध करने का प्रयास कर रहा हूं आपके दर्शकों के लिए एक विक्टिम है एक विक्टर एक शासक रहा है लंबे समय तक और एक शोषित रहा है लंबे समय तक उसमें कहां से गठबंधन संभव है आप प्रतिनिधित्व की बात नहीं करेंगे एआईएमआईएफ व्हाट इज द इंग्लिश ट्रांसलेशन कन्वेंशन फॉर द यूनिटी ऑफ मुस्लिम्स ऑन द फेस ऑफ व्हेन यू आर टॉकिंग अबाउट वन कम्युनिटी एंड यू आर टॉकिंग अबाउट इन दैट इटसेल्फ अलोंग विद यू डज इट मेक एनी सेंस एब्सोल्युटली नॉट तो ये समझने का प्रयास करना चाहिए कि इस छलावे में इस भ्रम में नहीं आना तरह-तरह की भ्रम तरह-तरह की भ्रांति फैलाई जाती 
मायावती जी ने प्रयास किया 2017 के उत्तर प्रदेश के विधानसभा चुनाव में उन्होंने एक्सपेरिमेंट किया उनकी आदत वो एक्सपेरिमेंट करते रहती है ठीक है उन्होंने 97 मुस्लिम्स को टिकट दिया और इस आशा में थी कि दलित मुस्लिम एकता को हम लोग फलीभूत करेंगे नहीं कर पाए उनका क्या है हम जानते हैं कि समाज हमारा ऐसा नहीं और इन द बैटल ऑफ नैरेटिव देर आर कॉन्स्टेंटली एन अटैक ऑन हिंदुइजम ऑन हिंदुत्व no one wants to see a united society united hindus because apparently they are threat to the establishment global establishment global elite establishment so these are some of the battles which are ongoing but with respect to dalits there are two primary uh, product one is reservation and representation and another is some spontaneous political formulation which uh, people try like the muslim coalition and so on and so forth But let me make this very clear that Dalits are not going to be entrapped anymore. भाई अब मेरे समाज को अगर दिख रहा है कि किसी फलानी पार्टी में मुझे संगठन में सम्मान मिल रहा है अब कांग्रेस पार्टी ने बाबा साहब अम्बेडकर को अपमानित किया कांग्रेस पार्टी ने बाबू साहब जीवन राम को अपमानित किया और वहीं दूसरी तरफ आज सर्वाधिक मैक्सिमम नंबर ऑफ इलेक्टेड रिप्रेजेंटेटिव लाइक एम एल एज एन एम पी एंड भारतीय जनता पार्टी Consciously, there are state president, there are state general secretaries at the national level as well. So these are some conversations that is happening in the samaj. Samaj me in baato ko lega ki ek jagrata aur ek jagriti aagayi hai. To sirf Delhi me baat ke wokeism ke aadhar pe, narrative ke aadhar pe, aap chahenge ki aap samaj me penetrate kar sakenge, wo nahi hone wala. Bhai Delhi se Bihar, Patna hum jahan rehte hain, ek hazar kilometer door. आप दिल्ली में इंडिया इंटरनेशनल सेंटर में बैठ करके कुछ प्रयास करेंगे कि हम सेमिनार के माध्यम से और किसी प्रतिष्ठित अंतरराष्ट्रीय अखबार में एक लेख के माध्यम से कोशिश करेंगे कि मन बदल उनका भी अपना एक काम है उनको एक काम मिला हुआ करते हैं लेकिन हमारे समाज की एकता हमारे समाज की अखंडता इसमें इसका कोई प्रभाव मेरे हिसाब से नहीं पड़ने वाला कोशिश की जाती है and they try to alienate them from the rest of the society by providing them with certain you know jaise bonus points kehte hai brownie points score karke unke sath to ye model ki sustainability kitni ho sakti hai because kafi political parties jo hain wo isi model pe apna apni election ladti rehti hai to ye kitna sustainable hoga aage jaate hue in terms of indian politics nahi dekho ye to ek vastavikta hai this is the reality of our times and uh, minority appeasement in this country has effectively been institutionalized by the congress party ab kal mahatma gandhi ji ki jayanti thi ab mahatma gandhi ji ki jayanti pe mahatma gandhi ji ne kaha tha ye baat ki congress party ko rajnitik dal ke roop mein apne astitv ko samapt kar lena chahiye congress party must 
discontinue as a political organization and must reincarnate itself as a sevadal as a voluntary organization. There was a reason behind that. There are multiple streams in that. लेकिन जो हमारे बुद्धिजीवी हुए 1950 आपने लोगों को वर्गों को समुदाय को समाज को एक पॉलिटिकल कम्युनिटी के रूप में देखा है और उनका उपयोग किया है बस आपने डिड नॉट गिव रिप्रेजेंटेशन एट क्रूशियल डिसीजन मेकिंग पोजीशंस आप पंजाब की बात करिए पंजाब में भी चरणजीत सिंह चन्नी जी को आपने सीएम बनाया प्लेस होल्डर सीएम बनाया और ये प्लेस होल्डर सीएम का जो कांसेप्ट है कांग्रेस पार्टी बिहार में बैठा हूं बिहार में पूरा पासवान शास्त्री जी को अपने प्लेस होल्डर सीएम बनाया छह बार उनको सीएम बनाया कहने को आपने छह बार सीएम बनाया कितने कितने दिनों के एक बार 25 दिन के लिए एक बार 6 दिन के लिए एक बार 15 दिन के लिए एक बार 2 महीने के लिए एक दलित का बस यह काम है कि अब आपकी कुर्सी गरम करें ताकि कोई और आए और बैठ पाए शुद्ध रूप से पॉलिटिकल लाभ लेने के लिए आपने ऐसा किया और यही काम माइनॉरिटी अपीसों ने Four or five instances to which I would like to illustrate my response. To giving a legal status to all India Muslim personal law board during the 70s, which goes against the very pain and spirit of our constitution. Both of you are law students, you know that in the directive principles of state policy, we have mentioned that we are going to strive for uniform civil court. बाद में आओ आप लोग के विद्यार्थी आपने शाहबानो वर्डिक के बारे में पढ़ा होगा अब शाहबानो वर्डिक में सुप्रीम कोर्ट ने यह कहा कि भाई मुसलमान महिलाएं जिनका तलाक हो जाता है वो मिलिटेरेंस के लिए एलिजिबल है लेकिन उस समय के मौलानाओं और मौलवियों के दबाव में आकर के आप सुप्रीम कोर्ट के उस निर्णय के विरोध में पार्लियामेंट में कानून लेकर के आते हैं दो इंस्टेंस हुए तीसरा आप देखो सलमान रश्मि की पुस्तक आई थी सेटनिक वर्सेस पूरे दुनिया में सेटनिक वर्सेस को कहीं बैन नहीं किया गया लेकिन सिर्फ भारत में ही बैन किया गया किसके दबाव में बैन किया गया आप सब जानते हैं 2007 में आओ 2007 में भारत के तब के प्रधानमंत्री मनमोहन सिंह कहते हैं कि इस देश के संसाधनों पे पहला हक अल्पसंख्यकों का है अगर वो कहते कि इस देश के संसाधनों पे पहला देश के गरीबों का है देश के वंचितों का है तो समझ में आता तो इन सब इंस्टेंसेस से ये स्थापित होता है दिस एस्टैब्लिशेस दैट द कांग्रेस पार्टी इन इट्स जर्नी हैज बिकम मोर रैडिकल हैज बिकम मोर इस्लामिक एंड हैज बिकम मोर कम्युनिस्ट इन इट्स अप्रोच तो दैट्स द जर्नी ऑफ कांग्रेस पार्टी जब आप राजनीति से इस मंशा से करेंगे कि आप सत्ता प्राप्त करें आपने राजनीति में नैतिकता और मूल्यों का गला घोटा लगातार as a youngster when I am in politics, it is but natural that I am here with a sense of idealism. Ek adarshwar mulyo ke tehet hum yuva 
राजनीति में आते हैं कि भाई कुछ परिवर्तन करना है समाज में प्रदेश में राष्ट्र में अब कांग्रेस पार्टी ने इस देश में राजनीति की परिभाषा बदल दी है आज जो पॉलिटिकल क्लास बदनाम है उसमें प्रमुख भूमिका कांग्रेस पार्टी की राजनीति यानी क्या ठेकेदारी पेट्रोल पंप रियल एस्टेट देर इज नो पॉलिटिक्स ऑफ आइडिया इन मॉडल When the Honorable Prime Minister spoke to the open matter yesterday, he said, "Intellectual dishonesty is. यही Congress party जब सत्ता पक्ष में रहती है तो कृषि कानूनों का समर्थन करती, विपक्ष में विरोध करती. Rahul Gandhi जी केरल से सांसद हैं. वो कहते हैं कि भाई ये कृषि कानून काला कानून है. केरल में ये काला कानून लागू है. उसके खिलाफ आप नहीं बोलते हैं. महामंडी नहीं है." महाराष्ट्र में आप सरकार में है वहां कॉन्ट्रैक्ट फार्मिंग लागू है आप उसके खिलाफ नहीं बोलते हैं वहां काला कानून लागू है आप नहीं बोलते उसके खिलाफ पंजाब में इतने वर्षों से नस्ले काम कर रहा है पेप्सी काम कर रहा है आप नहीं बोलते उसके खिलाफ तो लोगों को फॉर ग्रांटेड लेके चलना ये दलित कहा जाएगा जगह जगह आपने पूरे समाज की बात नहीं की आपने सोशल पॉलिशीज की बात की आप गुजरात में किसने कहा था क्षत्रिय हरिजन आदिवासी मुस्लिम टीएचएम कॉम्बिनेशन बनाओ छुपा है क्या किसी से बात किसी ने हरियाणा में अजगर का किसने कहा था अहिर जाट गुजर राजाबल बिहार में किसने कहा था सब कांग्रेस पार्टी और उनके साथी है कि आप समाज को विखंडित करके समाज के फॉल्ट नाइज पर राजनीति कैसे करें हाउ डू यू टेक पॉलिटिकल लैंग्वेज आउट ऑफ दॉल्ट नाइज इन सोसाइटी एंड आई मस्ट कन्फ्यूज टू बोथ ऑफ यूट दास्ट सेवन ईयर्स द फैक्ट दैट पीपल statement uh justice to all appeasement to none if that that's honestly something that i think every person in this nation is looking forward to at this point uh ki matlab har jo sabka saath sabka vikas jo ek nara aaya hai that is wo dikh raha hai it is hum hum sab dekh sakte ho na in our day to day lives uh to sir mujhe aapse ek on ek moving on to a little bit of a lighter note uh ek prashna tha jo humne shuruaat mein movements ki baat kari thi to मेरी अक्सर मेरे पापा से ये बात होती है बिकॉज माई डैड यूज टू बी स्टूडेंट लीडर इन टाइम्स के उनके जमाने में वो जमीन पे उतर के यू uh, नो you know, आंदोलन होते थे एंड मूवमेंट यूज टू बी रन ऑन द ग्राउंड 
compared to today's day and age, a lot of the movements are now relegated to social media. <laughs> that is unfortunate uh, reality, but let me put this across to you. Abhasi dunya kehte hain social media ko, virtual world. Unka resonance vastavik dunya se ho na ho, ye zaruri nahi hai, matlab mere paas paryapt data or evidence nahi hai suggest karne ke liye. As far as the construction and the manipulation of narrative is concerned, definitely social media do play a role. But asli movement, abhi bhegar create karna to aapko zameen ko agar. Ab ek vaychari tandoran ki baat hai. Ek intellectual movement. Kiki ab intellectual movement hi karna hai. Ab hum log colonization ke liye to ladai karna hi rahe hai. Ab hum log apne assertion ke liye ladai kar. Hum log kar rahe hai ki bhai, jo humare aspirational community hai, humke aspirations ko kaise address karna hai. Ab ladai is cheez ke, ladai is naan. To mujhe lagta hai ki ab ek कंस्ट्रक्टिव और एक पॉजिटिव मूवमेंट जैसा अब प्रधानमंत्री जी बार बार कहते हैं कि स्वच्छ भारत को मूवमेंट बनाना है अब आई वाज सरप्राइज टू नोटिस दैट इन 2014 द टॉयलेट पेनिट्रेशन इन कंट्री वाज ओनली 38% इन 2019 इट हैज बिकम 98% हैज सिंपल एज पीने का पानी जल जीवन मिशन इस पे तो प्रधानमंत्री जी का भाषण हुआ है मतलब आजादी से लेकर के 2019 तक मात्र तीन करोड़ घरों में पीने के पानी का नल का कनेक्शन था और पिछले दो साल में जब से जल जीवन मिशन लॉन्च हुआ है तब ये पांच करोड़ हो गया तो जितना काम अपने सत्तर साल में किया उतना काम दो साल में हो गया प्रधानमंत्री आवास योजना उज्ज्वला योजना मुद्रा स्टैंड अप इंडिया तो ये सब ऐसी चीजें है जिनके बारे में कोई बात नहीं करना चाहता इस देश में सरकारी लाभ से वंचित रह गया उसको आप सरकारी कवरेज कैसे अब मूवमेंट किसी के विरोध में नहीं होने वाला लोग करते हैं दिल्ली दिल्ली में करते हैं अभी भी गतिरोध चल रहा है मैं तो उसको आंदोलन नहीं मानता मैं अभी जो कृषि बिलों पे गतिरोध चल रहा है मैं उसको आंदोलन नहीं मानता हूं आंदोलन एक पवित्र शब्द है और जिस प्रकार इस गतिरोध में हमने अनुशासन जीता था छब्बीस जनवरी हम भूल जाएंगे क्या हर रोज वहां पे क्राइम का इंसिडेंट रिपोर्ट एक महिला के साथ अपमान उनकी आबरू को रोटा एक दलित समाज के व्यक्ति को अपमानित किया गया एक हत्या हो गई वहां पर कोई नेतृत्व नहीं है कोई नीति नहीं है हमारी मांगे पूरी हो चाहे जो मजबूरी हो देश इससे नहीं चले देश के हित में करेंगे काम काम के लेंगे पूरे दाम अब खंडन विखंडन से बात नहीं बनने वाली आज जो पार्टी जो विचारधारा केंद्र में उस विचारधारा में देर इज स्पेस फॉर डिबेट डिसेंट कंसल्टेशन एंड कॉन्वर्जेशन एंड द मूवमेंट फ्रॉम नाउ ऑन द मूवमेंट फॉर आवर जेनरेशन इज गोइंग टू हैव एन ऑल इनकम पासिंग इफेक्ट How do we make the benefits of the government more inclusive, more sustainable, and more accessible for each and every? I really liked your spin on uh, the fact that Andolan is a powerful yeah. shop. Because exactly, movements and Andolans have always, you know, been. I mean, I am giving my because. हमने मैं like बचपन से जब तक हम पढ़ते आए, it's always been कि उन्होंने किसी ने बस तोड़ दी, किसी ने बस जला दी, पत्थर मार दिया. But the fact that uh, 
यू नो ये भी मूवमेंट है स्वच्छ भारत अभियान हमारा मूवमेंट है जो वैक्सीनेशन प्रोग्राम हमारा चल रहा है वो भी एक तरह का मूवमेंट है क्या हमने एट्टी करोड़ भारतवासियों को हमने वैक्सीनेशन पहुंचाई है दैट इज मोर देन द डेवलप कंट्रीज ऑफ of this of our planet have been able to do and so i i really appreciate uh, that spin that you put on it kanish yeah i mean this is i really love this take on it and the big idea hai ki a movement can only come from the public of course the public is a very important the most important participatory part of it but ek ek movement ek government se bhi aa sakti hai i think that is something which we all need to realize ki kahi the movement can be from anywhere and it's a participatory effort from which the public of course and the government also a crucial part of it right it it provides a the requisite leverage jo public ke paas maybe participate karne ke baad nahi aayega so yeah an important part of it वैसे internet bhi hai yaar even social media you go you go we saw how on twitter people were sharing resources with each other kisi ko kuch mil nahi raha dal do twitter pe mil gaya and that was a love like a beautiful part of seeing how these movements are created so i think uh, like uh, gurupakashi like before before we wrap up uh, we can just uh, we can plug in your book of course we discuss your book in quite a bit of detail so we'll be putting the links for uh, getting his book and on what platforms are these available apart from amazon kindle is there an audiobook version also yeah flipkart and will uh, is there an audiobook version also which we'll be seeing soon so not out yet but uh, eventually yes abhi to hard copy or yeah uh, available kindle edition is available as well okay so on that note i guess this was a fruitful and lovely conversation i think uh, devansh and i certainly learned a lot and i hope our viewers had some interesting insights which we would want to discuss in the comment section guys comment section mein jao batao what you thought about it and yeah follow guru prakash ji and follow the host also if you want follow us on our social media handles and yeah we'll see you for our next episode and till then stay tight stay safe and see you that's it that's start for you guys thank you so much stop the recording